What Really Happened with your host, Mike Rivero. Putting America first, second, and third. Here is your host, Michael Rivero. Welcome back to our show, hour number two. The phone lines are open, 512-248-8252. Continuing with the economy, China is now making inroads with the Gulf oil monarchies. Now, up until recently, uh, the U.S. has sort of considered the Middle East their turf. Uh, but uh, uh, thanks to Biden's catastrophic diplomacy, China is starting to replace the United States as a security guarantor with the petro monarchies that control so much of the world's oil reserves. And this all goes back to the petrodollar arrangement where the United States went to the oil producing nations and said, we will guarantee your military security against your arch enemy. Take a guess who that is. And in exchange, you will sell your oil only for U.S. dollars. And that meant that people would have to come to the United States and uh, either bring their currencies or bring us products and stuff to get U.S. dollars to buy their oil from the Middle East. Sweet deal for the United States. Uh, But uh, with the recent military failures of the United States and uh, especially the fact that the United States cannot control Israel, the Middle East understands the U.S. cannot keep its half of the petrodollar deal. And now they're looking around for somebody else. And China is looking very, very attractive. And these oil-rich Gulf monarchies are leveraging their wealth to deepen ties with China amidst anxiety about the future of their security partnership with the United States of America. Now, seven months after President Xi Jinping participated in the first China Gulf Summit in Riyadh, economic exchanges between the world's second largest economy and nations like Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates have been accelerating, moving well beyond crude purchases, where Beijing actually has been dominant for years now. So it's another sign that the United States is a failing empire. Now, getting on back to Credit Suisse and their recent collapse, uh, uh, a parliamentary investigation into the collapse of Credit Suisse uh, wants to basically classify all the information they found for a period of 50 years. They must have found something really nasty in there, and they don't want anybody to know about it. So uh, the investigating commission will hand over its files to the Swiss Federal Archives uh, after longer than the usual 30 years to ensure confidentiality in the case. Anytime they say you can't see the files until 75 years or 50 years or whatever, they've got something to hide. Remember when uh, the, uh, uh, the uh, medical workers and professionals for transparency uh, filed a Freedom of Information Act lawsuit against the FDA for all the documentation that was used to grant the emergency use authorization for the uh, mRNA shots, and the FDA said, yeah, we can do that. It's going to take us 75 years to kind of organize it all. And the judge came back and said, no, it only took you 108 days to grant the uh, uh, emergency use authorization, so you better get that document out much more quickly, which uh, they did ending, I think it was last October. A lot of interesting information in there. Meanwhile, the president of Turkey, Recep Erdogan, uh, is traveling to Saudi Arabia on a three-stop tour uh, of the Persian Gulf states to seek trade and investment opportunities for Turkey's floundering economy. So he has his hand out as well. Uh, Meanwhile, looking at what happened to uh, the United States Strategic Petroleum Reserve, uh, Japan, who is a major importer of energy commodities, 
is proposing the creation of a global emergency reserve for natural gas, similar to the emergency reserve requirements for oil by the International Energy Agency, as the resource-poor, import-dependent nation looks to avoid shortages and price spikes. So they're going to... uh, uh, actually, they proposed the global emergency gas stockpile at a gas conference uh, early today in Tokyo. All right. Now, let's see. 512-248-8252. Getting into immigration, and this is an interesting little number. The Department of Homeland Security is admitting that 40% of the catch-and-release migrants have disappeared. No idea where they went. Now, the Immigration and Customs Enforcement failed to deliver immigration court summonses to more than 80% of the illegal immigrants caught and released under the Biden administration's parole program just before the end of the Title 42 pandemic border policy. So the migrants in question were released on parole and given 60 days to check in. 40% never checked in at all. This works out to a success rate of less than 20% for the test population and underscores the struggles the administration will have with the broader population of illegal immigrants caught and released since Biden took office. I'm sure this is intentional. They don't want anybody to be able to track down the illegal immigrants and kick them out of the country without a massive, massive effort. Okay, up in Massachusetts... Uh, The governor, uh, Maura Healy, is calling on residents to consider housing illegal aliens in their guest rooms. You're all wealthy people. You've got homes. Your homes have got guest rooms. And uh, just take an illegal uh, immigrant and put them in the guest room. I'm sure it's all going to work out really well. I mean, you know, they might be uh, MS-13 gang members. They might be fentanyl dealers. They might be uh, habitual rapists. But we'll we'll work over these little uh, bumps. Anyway, the governor is calling it the host family strategy, and it's being put in place to combat the growing homeless population of the state, many of whom are not citizens. Okay. I mean, that, that's a Band-Aid on a cancer is really what's going on. All right, 512-248-8252. We're going to go to Sheldon in Washington State. Hello, Sheldon. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Yeah, before we get done, you said to watch a certain movie, and I was driving. I couldn't write down the title, but that'll be in the end. I I have a quick question, and then I have a summation. Um, Trump never conceded on the election, did he? No, he didn't. Well, so therefore, then, he's owed back pay, is he not? Um, If he's acknowledged to still be the president, yes, he's owed back pay. But you need to remember, he was donating his salary to, to charity when he was in the Oval Office. Oh no! It, it, it's not. It's not for his sake. It's just that, you know, the, the people that don't need to pay is what I'm getting at. So, what was the name of this movie you said? Oh, I'm trying to remember. One that I'm recommending is Sound of Freedom, and oh. Um... No, it was something to do when you were in the midst of talking about war and munitions. Um. I I have to admit. I, oh 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 yes, the Pentagon Wars. Oh, okay, and that's fresh? Say again? And that is fresh? No, no, it's it, it's been out for several years now, but it's probably on your streaming service somewhere. And uh, it was based on a book that was written by uh, a guy actually in on the Bradley Development Program, 
and it just shows the ridiculous levels of, of spending and chicanery that went on to get these weapons programs approved. And, you know, these, these military officers who, who shepherd these programs through the Pentagon wind up getting very lucrative jobs with the arms manufacturers after they retire from the military, plus together with their military pensions. You know, they're raking in the dough from all of this stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oxy, okay, so then it wasn't as forthright as the Humvee where they said, uh, we don't want any of these nice, shiny, sparkly things. We want that one that's hung up there in the tree, huh? Uh, I'm not sure what the reference is to, but I'll, I'll give you an example from the Vietnam era. And uh, it had to do with the uh, uh, conflict between the M14 and the M16, and the military brass were pushing the M14, which used the same ammunition as one of the machine guns. They thought it would simplify logistics. And they actually went on out and sabotaged the field tests of the M16, uh, the design from Armalite. And uh, a lot of soldiers actually got killed because their guns were jamming because they were using the wrong ammunition. Congress intervened, they investigated, and they finally said, no, you're, you're going to use the M16. Uh, it does prove to be more reliable and effective than the M14. Th this is the kind of stuff that goes on in the procurement program. Yeah, I might have heard of that, but I didn't know there were a, a bunch of deaths involved. Yeah, there were deaths involved. You know, they were finding these kids uh, shot dead by the Vietnamese, and their guns were dismantled, and they had their, their toothbrush out from their health kit trying to clean, you know, the, the buildup because the powder that was used in the ammunition uh, uh, had a lot of contamination in it and built up a, a tremendous amount of, uh, of gunk in the barrel and the mechanism. Oh, okay. I was told that with the original Humvees, I don't know if it was AM Generals or who, they jumped them out, dumped them out of planes, and they all landed safely, but one of them got hung up, and they had to cut it down, and it bounced around a while, and they thought it was disqualified, and the brass said, no, we want to test this one, too. And from what I heard, that was the one that ended up getting the contract. Thank you for your time. I'm done. Okay, I hadn't heard about that, but it wouldn't surprise me one bit because... Uh you know, the, uh, as Eisenhower warned, the military-industrial complex, the um, uh, officers in the Pentagon who uh, ram these projects through, they wind up getting very cushy, well-paying jobs with the defense contractors after they retire from the military. All righty, 512-248-8252. We're going to go to Dan in Washington State. Hello, Dan. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Hey, thanks for taking the call. Yeah, we had, me and Tom had a little debate about out of freedom, sex offenders, all this stuff. <clears throat> I'm still not going to recommend people see it because this Tim Ballard guy basically adopted two Haitian kids. And basically he's telling everybody that how to solve this problem is we all just need to go to South America and adopt these kids. So if the moral of the story was to stop immigration... You know, if they would use this to say, hey, there's all these kids at the borders, shut down immigration, period, I would recommend it. But the moral of the story sounds like Kim Ballard just wants everyone to adopt the third world and not be racist. Well, so, I have I not wonder... seen the movie yet, so I really can't comment on it. But there's a lot of things being said about the movie, pro and con, and uh, there, there has been some uh, exaggeration, to put it delicately. 
Uh, but I'm going to hold off judgment until I actually see the movie, and I do intend to see it. A lot of people are seeing it. Uh, they're getting close to $100 million in box office, which for uh, an ultra-low-budget movie like they did, that's pretty amazing. I mean, they're, you know, <clears throat> the, the big movie studios in Hollywood, uh, they're wondering, why can't we make that kind of a profit on our, our movies? Yeah, I think Alex Jones was exaggerating because he said... Uh because I heard him with Tim Ballard, and Tim Ballard's like, we need to rescue these kids. Look at me. I adopted two black kids from Haiti. Aren't I a good Christian, all this crap? And then Alex Jones says, oh, yeah. Well, Tim Ballard started talking about these sex dudges or whatever, and then Alex Jones says, oh, they, they caught 20,000, 30,000 of them here in Texas. It's like, really? Did they catch, like, sex slaves, or are you talking about just illegal immigrants or, like, so I can tell they're pushing it. I think Trump is going to use this, of course. And actually, if you look, if you see in the movie Head of the Snake, which was testimony, Whitney Webb did a documentary with one of the victims of Epstein. Donald Trump's wife used to go around and get the girls. She used to ask, like, 14-year-old girls, do you get good grades, young lady, and come with us in the limousine type thing. But, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Uh, again, I have not testimony. seen that movie, so I really can't comment. Anyway, Dan, thank you very anyway, much for the phone call. Thanks. We have open lines, 512-248-8252. We're going to go to Mark in North Carolina. Hello, Mark. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Hello? Hello? Mark? Yes. Yes, yeah. you're on the air. Yeah, I didn't think I'd get on that quick. Okay. Um, listen, I just want to say, you know, I see they're trying to indict the, uh, Trump again. Yes. And um, I, I just don't understand a Republican, okay? Or, or even, you know, I know some of them are, uh, you know, some of them are neocons and uh, really uh, they, they, they stand for nothing. But the real hardcore type, and you've got a lot of them in the state. What is wrong with some local prosecutor? Like, take this guy Jack Smith. I don't even know if that is his real name. I mean, you know, it sounds pretty, uh, you know. Yeah. Whatever his name is, okay? Why not take this clown and indict his butt for election interference? Because that's what this is. This is a, you know, this is, you know, what's happening now, Donald Trump is the presumed next president of the United States. I mean, he's way ahead of Biden in the, in the polls. He's yeah. way ahead of any other Republican in the polls. I don't necessarily think he's the best candidate of the Republicans. I, I like some of these other guys. But I'll vote for Trump anyway just because of what they're doing. Okay, that's my attitude. And I think it's a yeah, lot of other people. But, me too. Um, because so it's about time that Republicans start to get a little imaginative. And do the same thing the Democrats are doing. Use local prosecutors to go after some of these clowns. Uh, I just don't understand why they just, you know, just taking it like that. Um, well, part of the problem is that George Soros has basically bought most of the prosecutors uh, at that level of the government. I mean, uh, you know, Soros uh, and now his son Alex, you know, they're basically using their money to subvert the Democratic political system and you, you know it's going to be very difficult for republicans to bring charges against democrats because the judges are all 
you know, supporting the liberal Democrats and they're going to throw the cases out of court. I mean, look at the Supreme Court. Uh, in 2020, I mean, there was massive evidence of uh, election fraud. The Supreme Court refused to hear any of the cases. And they kept saying, you don't have standing, you don't have standing, you don't have standing. And I'm sure part of the fear was that the American people might stop believing the elections are honest and fair. And uh, they didn't want to uh, have that happen. Of course, it is happening because, you know, more and more Americans really are suspicious uh, that Joe Biden did not, in fact, get 81 million votes. Thing is, you still do have some really good uh, attorney generals and local prosecutors around the country, especially in the red states. Um, all it takes is one. Couldn't even be for a small county. Maybe a you know a constitutional prosecutor with a constitutional sheriff. All it takes: indict this clown, bring him, extradite him. You have every right. The states have every right. It's it's, it's a dual thing. They have every right to do it. You know. Just as as as, a, as the U.S. attorney does. As a matter of fact, they're more constitutional than the U.S. attorney because I don't think the attorney general or the FBI is constitutional officers. And that's why I, one of the things I like about Vivek Aswamy, he's starting to become my favorite, um, because he says he will. He basically said now he'll he'll destroy he'll get rid of the FBI and the Justice Department. Look what uh, what's that? That they're unconstitutional. Well, look. Remember what happened when John F. Kennedy said he was going to get rid of the CIA. Well, you got to have good security. <laughs> you know what I mean? You better you better make sure even your Secret Service. You may better make sure you know who you got watching you, guarding you. Yeah. Uh, re- you know, remember Indira uh, Gandhi? She was assassinated by her own security detail. I know. I know it happened. You know, you it get happened. enough money, and John F. Kennedy's detail just sat there watching him be shot, and they didn't move until after the headshot. And mm-hmm. uh, most of them were out drinking the night before, which is a violation of Secret Service protocols. They still do it, by the way. They still go out drinking. We found out, you know, it's come out before. Um, they'll, they'll, you know what, what, what it is. Um, they, um, they, Robert F. Kennedy, for instance. He really would have, uh, you know, a, an axe to grind with these clowns. I, you know, uh, but again, would they, you know, this is another guy who's probably got a bullseye on his back already. They're probably more afraid of him than they are of Trump because he means, he really needs business. I mean, his, he, he, he knows, you know, his uncle and his father were both murdered by the CIA and the FBI. Yeah, and if another Kennedy gets into the White House, they're going to be uh, able to, to uh, uh, basically open up those records. And uh, that's why when Teddy Kennedy started uh, his campaign for the White House, there was an assassination attempt on him that ran him off the bridge at Chappaquiddick. But because Mary Jo Kopechny was in the car and drowned, that scandal ended Teddy's chances at the White House, and they just said, we don't need to kill this guy anymore. So, uh, yeah, uh, RFK Jr. needs to be really, really careful uh, because, you know, Kennedys get killed. I remember when uh, they were going to marry off Mary Schreiber to Arnold Schwarzenegger, and the joke was they were trying to breed a bulletproof Kennedy. (laughs) You know, I'll tell you, one one other thing, too. Okay, Mark, I'm going to have to put you on hold. we got to take a break for commercials. Stay on the line. We'll be right back.
The secret to aging like fine wine is in the vines. Syrah grape seeds and skins contain high levels of flavonoids and resveratrol. Fermentation breaks these organic compounds down into smaller molecules, penetrating these therapeutic ingredients deeper into the skin, delivering faster and more effective results. Our handmade fermented skincare products are formulated with all natural ingredients and do not contain any phthalates or parabens. Similar products can cost as much as $180. At Natural Earth Medicine, we source our ingredients from local Arizona vineyards and cold process our oils to ensure that our customers receive the highest quality product in its purest form. Learn more at our website and try our fermented skincare products today. Visit naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com. Did you know the IRS publicly admits that income tax is collected by voluntary compliance? Get the information you need to help you avoid income tax with these five easy steps. All you have to do is go to avoidincometax.com to get your five easy steps on how to avoid the IRS income tax. Escape the IRS. Let avoidincometax.com help you. We guarantee our five easy steps or your money back. Go to avoidincometax.com. People are getting stupid, and now there's proof. I'm Peter Serafine with another Liberty Minute. This year's spring edition of Intelligence Online reported on IQ tests of 18 to 60-year-olds. The online magazine has been doing this study for quite some time, and this year's report was the first time that the average IQ of Americans dropped. Usually, the average IQ went up three to five points every decade. This time it went down. Oh, look at the age range, 18 to 60-year-olds. Anyone under 48 was educated entirely under the Federal Department of Education. Those who predate the Department of Education are aging out of the study, skewing the average. Do we really need any more evidence that government, especially the federal government, should not be involved in educating our young people? Instead of critical thinking, young people are being taught sexuality. Logic and reason have become political correctness. History is now critical race theory. This is starting to look a lot like the plot from the movie Idiocracy. And if you own a firearm, then you need carry insurance. Get the most affordable carry insurance on the market and save another 10% by using code LIGHTHOUSE at protectwithbear.com. Find more news and commentary at liberty-lighthouse.com until tomorrow. See this Pashem. Parabellum. We are living in dangerous days, and I am frightened by what you say. It chills right to the core. This talk of holy war. And welcome back to our show here and we're finishing up with mark in north carolina mark take it away yeah i just want to say one more, one more thing about what the republicans maybe should do not the republicans maybe the, the trump campaign the his attorney and that's take this thing directly to the united states supreme court right now all these phony indictments and say that it's election interference and that it should be at least put off till after the election uh, I think they could do that. And I think the Supreme Court might rule in this favor. It's hard to say. 
Supreme Court is pretty unpredictable these days. Well, obviously what Jack Smith is trying to do, you know, he doesn't need to convict uh, uh, Trump of a felony. I'm sure he'd be happy if he could. Uh, but what they're doing is going back to the 14th Amendment that says anybody advocating for insurrection cannot hold public office. Now, this is from like the end of the Civil War, but that's the only card they've got to play. The problem is every video of Donald Trump on that day is he's saying be peaceful, cooperate with the police. And then uh, when things started to get out of hand at the Capitol building, he went on TV and said, go home, go home. And... Uh, you know, I mean, that's all he's got to, to show there to create that reasonable doubt. Of course, you know, uh, there is so much riding on this uh, case from the Democrats' point of view. Uh, they could load the jury. Uh, they, they could tamper with the jury. I mean, there's all kinds of things going on. Yeah, but it's a D.C. jury, just like a kangaroo court. Yeah. D.C. jury today, D.C. is very much like the old South was uh, when... Uh, have a black man on um, trial, um, especially if it had anything to do with a white woman. It was stacked. I mean, you, you know, black man couldn't a fair trial, or if a black person was murdered, uh, you couldn't convict the Klansman or somebody like that. You just could. This is the way the D.C. juries are stacked today um, against. Um, Conservatives, well, I'm sure that uh, Trump's uh, lawyer will argue for a change of venue uh, based on his inability to get a fair trial there. And we'll probably see the judge saying, no, 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 we can be completely fair here. You know, prisoner Trump. I'm sorry. I mean, President Trump. So <clears throat> we'll just see what happens. All right. Can you keep me on, Mike? Yeah, sure. You, know, uh, was... you can just listen on there. And we're going to go to Bruce in Texas. Hello, Bruce. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Hey, Mike, uh, did Hi. you hear about the Israeli President Isaac uh, Herzog was meeting <laughs> with President Biden today? Oh, man, talk about Biden losing it. He was just mumbling there. He his, you know, his chin was down on his chest. It looked like he actually fell asleep at one point there. And when it was all over, they kicked the press out without taking any questions. I mean, you know, Biden's deteriorating you know, very, very fast. And, you know, when they uh, stole the election for him back in uh, 2020, they probably thought he would make it through the first term appearing reasonably competent. But no, he's the deterioration is is definitely uh, rapid at this point. Yeah. And, uh, the next one up is just worse. Kamala, can you imagine that? And that's why, in my opinion, that they're trying to get Trump disqualified in any way they can. He'll roll over anybody. Even any of his challengers in the Republican Party, he's going to be the nominee. And his poll numbers are so big that they may not be able to cheat him out. And, and well, that, they're that, certainly going to try. And, uh, you know, but if they do run Biden in 2024 uh, against Trump and Biden miraculously wins, uh, you know, 5,600 and, uh, you know, five, 50 million votes, uh, 500 million votes, whatever. Uh, you know, the American people are going to know what happened, and they are definitely not going to be uh, very happy about it, because what holds our democracy together is the idea that we, the people, maintain ultimate control of the country through the ballot box. And if that's been taken away from us, if we are all disenfranchised, you know, the, the next step is going to be some really ugly stuff that I would like not to happen, but at this point it's looking inevitable. Yeah, I think before the bullets start flying, some of these uh, state governors 
and and their attorney generals need to step up and start filing felony charges against federal people who are breaking the law. I mean, yeah, you know, they went they uh, appealed Paxton uh, here in Texas. He appealed to the Supreme Court, and the case wasn't heard. But they can have a case in in the state itself and, and charge people. What do you think of that? I think there would be jurisdictional uh, problems on that one. I'm not a lawyer. Uh, never even played yeah. one in a movie, but uh, I would have to go research that because I- I'm not sure about the ability of the states to sue federal government officials in their official capacities. Well, not just a criminally charged for a state uh, law violation. But anyhow, that's not why I called. I was going to hit real quick on the M16. Uh, the reason that it was such a failure at first is actually designed for the 7.62 by... Uh, by Mr. Stoner, who uh, worked in this company, uh, uh, Armalite was a subsidiary of Fairchild Aviation, and they came out with this competitor to the M14. He lost, but they downsized it with this gas impingement system where the gas would actually flow directly on the pole. And yeah, I don't know how that works. Uh, uh, when I tried to build an AR-15, I learned all about the mechanism. Bruce, i got to let you go. we got to take another break for commercials. 512-248-8252. We'll be right back. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee. And I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee. And after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good. And uh, every time I came back, uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it, and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee... You have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Tahibo Tea Club's original pure pouty arco super tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com. Or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113. DrinkSuperTea.com. 
Here's some interesting news. Due to all the recent claims about possible nuclear wars, viruses, solar flares, and civil unrest, people are scrambling to prepare and stockpile food. But the one thing out of reach for many is an underground bunker. Until now. Because you can now have a 3D printed underground bunker in just one day. An excavator digs a hole in your backyard, and 3dbunkers.com shows up in a small truck and sets up their 3D printer under a tent completely undetected. They can print as many rooms as you want at a fraction of the cost compared to traditional metal bunkers. 3D Bunkers uses polymer concrete, which is five times stronger than regular cement. YouTube 3DBunkers.com and watch the video. The creators of 3D Bunkers is looking for a business partner that can help bring this technology to the world. And we need to protect our way of life without living in fear. Contact Brad at 3DBunkers.com for more details or visit 3DBunkers.com. Forced to carry his own cross While we drive nails in his coffin You might say it is routine It happens far too often Welcome back to our show here. Before we go back to the phones here, a story is just now coming on in. The Democrat Attorney General Dana Nessel of uh, Michigan has filed felony charges against 16 Republicans that signed a letter stating that Donald Trump actually won the Michigan 2020 presidential election. That's covered under the First Amendment. And, uh, yeah, this is, this is I'm, talk about dictatorship. Talk about a banana republic. I mean, it's just completely out of control here. Uh, all right, we're going to go back to the phones, 512-248-8252. Francis in North Carolina, welcome to the show. Thank you for waiting. What's on your mind? Hey, young man. And Howdy. A great big, great big hug and hello to Claire. Um, let me get to one thing at a time for that matter. As far as uh, Jim, uh, yeah. The one, uh, uh, Mr. Ballard, and what was going on being said about him and what he was doing and so forth and so on since even before the film uh, came out. Given that he has a huge family to start with, I really can't blame their family for adopting children from elsewhere that have been abused or whatever the case is or going through whatever type of trauma they're having to go through counseling to start with. So... When I hear people complaining about that, guess what? What have you done lately to help children that are being abused or worse, for that matter? So until then, clam it. Uh, at least he went out there and did something about it. Fatherland Security didn't do anything about it. The Alphabet Soup Agencies didn't do anything about it. And, yes, it's true that Epstein Island is not the only island out there that they're doing the uh, sex trafficking of um, children and so forth. Ad nauseum. <clears throat> so until then, get over it and get on with life. Uh, aside from that, um, two things. Yes, I imagine uh, Joy Boy is going to end up locking up their financial records of what was going on uh, transaction-wise with the Ukraine with Zelensky and so forth, uh, which is illegal, but then again, what politician hasn't done something illegal in the, in the district of criminals to start with? But the aspect of it, he will probably lock up the uh, financial records for five decades. 
So being about 2050 or 2060 or who knows what, it would finally be available, but if anybody's still around to recall that situation to begin with, that dilemma. So we'll see what happens with that, let alone somebody that actually goes in the office and actually uh, does the executive Pardon? Okay, that was interesting. Uh, yeah, uh, that didn't come from me. I don't know where that came from. Yeah, I'll, I'll say. <laughs> but anyway, um, the aspect of uh, another official going into play and in, in district criminals and actually doing an executive order to release these said documents that have been locked away for who knows how many decades, for that matter. Now, here's an interesting question for you. As far as mentioned earlier in the hour, about various items uh, either going out of price range or whatever that's being jacked up like the, out of the wazoo or unavailable anymore. Do you recall by chance what items what those were? Because when you were talking about it, the sound on my uh, toy went out, so I didn't catch what that was about. Well, according to Best Buy, the prices on everything are going up, and right now because of the end of the uh, Black Sea grain deal, uh, wheat futures are way, way up. Uh, there are already reports of panic buying here in the United States and certainly ah. down in Africa and up in Europe. <clears throat> it's going to be a, a real problem for them. So basically electronics and uh, grain-based uh, food stock is going to be an issue, which I can comprehend that. Of course, then again, that's not going to be different unless it's really astronomically uh, priced out of range because we're already dealing with inflation now as is to the point that we are going from a recession to a depression, and a lot of people find fault with that and say there's no such thing as going into a depression, then you tell me what's going on with the U.S. and the fact that the various, uh, like the um, DOT is getting slack on the road uh, surfaces and so forth, it's not them, and not really uh, uh, doing the job that's supposed to be done because they don't have the uh, workforce unless they resort to people coming in illegally and bringing them into the DOT to do that type of work, let alone any other part of the infrastructure here in the U.S. is going to <clears throat> into the handbasket. So anyway, with that, I'll have a green olive that's not rainbow with my margarita, dear. Have a great week and have fun. Later. Thank you very much for the phone call. We still have open lines, 512-248-8252. We're going to go to Guy in Arizona. Hello, Guy. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Hello, Michael. Uh, first time caller, but long time listener. I think I'm, I'm trying to remember when I first started listening to you. I know it was before Caribbean John. It's probably at least, what, 10 years ago? But, uh, uh, could very well was, be. I've been uh, doing talk radio for 16 years. I've been doing the website for 30. Yeah, yeah. So I always appreciate your even keel. I, I like you and uh, Alex Jones, but <laughs> Alex Jones gets so riled up sometimes i got to turn him off. But I've never really heard you get so riled up that you turn people off. Where, except for I remember when when Tom was going crazy. Sorry, Tom. But you had about ten times in a row before you finally <laughs> had to give up on him. But he seems like he's a lot better now since you brought him back on. I think you Well, yeah, him. I've tried to sort of uh, tutor him, you know, to slow down and speak more clearly because... Yeah, and, uh, you know, he has been better uh, uh, of late here, and uh, he's listening to us now because he's sitting on hold. <laughs> Hi, Tom. <laughs> but, yeah, I appreciate his insight on the immigration, the illegal immigration, I should say, uh, especially mm -hmm. coming in uh, 
Miami and stuff. It sounds terrible. So, but anyway, I wanted to talk about RFK Jr. I heard Mark talk a little bit about. It. I just missed a little bit. But did you hear him say that uh, his father was uh, not shot by Saran Saran? He had mm-hmm. two shots going that went after, then four shots. He said the autopsy was from someone behind him, and Saran was never in, never behind him, and there was a That's CIA correct. operative. That's correct. Hear, I've never heard you say that before. I've, I, um, I, guess I'm I haven't talked about it in a while, a but I probably ought to do a segment on uh, on that. But, yeah, there were all kinds of problems. There were um, more bullet holes in that pantry than Sirhan's gun uh, could actually hold. And uh, you're right. The, the shots that actually killed Robert F. Kennedy uh, were into the back of the head. And Sirhan Sirhan was in the front. The FBI actually tried to stage a photo uh, where Sirhan was leaning across this this uh, stove in order to reach around. Back. But it would be completely ridiculous for him to try and do that, you know, just stand there, aim center mass, and pull the trigger. And Sirhan appeared to be drugged or hypnotized, and he'd been seen wandering around uh, before the assassination in the company of a woman in a yellow polka dot dress. And uh, I have a tape of uh, a witness being interrogated uh, uh, by LAPD, and they're insisting, no, there was no woman in a polka dot dress. You know, you're you're defaming the memory of Robert F. Kennedy, and just browbeating her into changing her testimony. And that's at my RFK page. It's uh, Serrano was the name of the witness, I think. Oh, okay, and it's, I didn't look at that one, but I, I I heard him on one of the pod- I listened to a bunch of podcasts and stuff. So, but uh, but he said that. And uh, I don't remember ever hearing. Then I Googled it. Of course, you can't find Google. But then I went on uh, another one. Was it Brave, I think? And then, it, actually, he talked about it to Mike Tyson a couple of years ago. Yes. So, so I was like, how is that not big news? How is that not unbelievable news? That's like, what the heck is going on in our country? As a, well, I mean, you know, we were in the season of assassinations. You had John F. Kennedy, Robert F. Kennedy, Martin Luther King, an attempt on George Wallace. You know, <clears throat> the the entire, you know, political leadership was being, you know, changed. It, as, as Jim Garrison said, we are in the middle of a coup d'etat. Yeah, that's crazy. I was going to think of, I mean, how many things in history have been changed? I know you talked about, I remember you talked about Lusitania was full of arms. I was like, what? That can't be true. And I looked it up, and yep, that's true. It's full yep, of arms. It and actually, true. the New York Times had an article saying, don't go on the Lusitania. It's, uh, it's a warship. We're going to sink it. <laughs> it's like, what? Well, there was another interesting story about the Robert Kennedy assassination. And uh, there had been a high school kid who was into photography uh, in that pantry, and he had been taking pictures at the moment of the assassination. And the LAPD basically confiscated the film and then refused to give it back and refused to give it back. And finally they said, I'm sorry, we lost those negatives, which, of course, would be worth a bloody fortune on, on the open market. Yeah. And so... Um, uh, the photographer sued the state of California for a huge amount of money, and then all of a sudden California said, oh, don't worry, we found the negatives, they were up in Sacramento, we're having a courier bring them down to Los Angeles right now. So the courier flies on down, he's got this little case with the negatives in there, and he's uh, leaving L.A. airport, and he discovers his rental car has a flat tire. So he pulls into a service station uh, to get the tire patched, 
and he goes to the bathroom, leaving the case with the negatives in the car on the seat. And naturally, when he comes on back, the case is gone with the negatives. And, oh, gee, what a horrible thing. Must have been uh, uh, just an ordinary thief who didn't know what they had. And that was the end of that evidence. How is that not huge news? How is Say that again? still just, how is that not huge news that we don't hear that kind of stuff? I mean, well, because I guess they I don't want you to think that there was anything funny about the Robert <laughs> Kennedy assassination, especially after all uh, the doubts regarding the John F. Kennedy assassination. John F. Kennedy, yeah. Yeah, I know I've read about a bunch of that. Oliver Stone had that on there. Did you ever see the Oliver Stone uh, Ukraine on Fire one? Uh, no, but huge. I need to look that up. Yeah, look up Ukraine. Ukraine. Everyone listening, Ukraine on Fire by Oliver Stone. He did this like three or four years ago, and he's got Putin. He's got the ex-president of uh, of Ukraine, and then they actually have pictures of the coup going on in 2014. That, uh, and then they got John McCain and Lindsey Graham saying, "We got your back. We're going to help you with this coup." And I was like, "What?" And how is that not? <laughs> That's huge news too. And of course, then they say Putin, and then you, if you say anything like this. Then you're a Putin puppet. And it's like, what in the world is going on? I don't know. It's it's very strange. And it seems like the last five years it's gone even more. Like yeah, it, well, I think it's, it's just that with the independent media, that, that news actually is getting out. And that's why they're trying to find some way to shut the independent media down, because uh, uh, they need to, uh, uh, you know, control the news again. They need to take control of the minds of America. They need to be able to cover up their crimes and uh, corruptions. And, uh, yeah. you know, they're, they're obviously scared. You know, and yeah. we have this little mug we sell over in our uh, uh, online store, and uh, it says uh, the fastest way to bring down a dictatorship is to force them to act like one while everybody is watching. <laughs> and that's what's going on right now. Isn't it just like the Third Reich, though? Kind of just keep telling lies and lies and bigger lies, and and then even you believe it. Then I, do they even believe this stuff? I have no idea. It's, it's so weird. It's very strange. So. Okay, well, I'm looking at my RFK page, and it is very, very thin. Mostly it focuses on the audio of uh, Susan Serrano's, uh, uh, Sandy Serrano's uh, testimony. She saw the woman in the pink polka dot dress, and uh, this LAPD officer, Detective Hank Hernandez, who apparently had intelligence connections, uh, was out there saying, no, there was no girl in a polka dot dress. And then I have a scan of the actual LAPD teletype, you know, putting out an all-points bulletin for the woman in the uh, polka dot dress. So, dress. yeah. And, uh, That's crazy. again, there were more so, bullet yeah, holes I, I in really the pantry. I that hard and... If you can put a clip of what RFK actually saying, I mean, he's in his own words. He's saying he's seen the autopsy, and I think what did he say? He said that uh, the evidence is that it, the gun was inches away from his dad. Inches. Yeah, away there from was his dad there was the stippling around the uh, bullet entrance mark, and uh, that's a almost contact wound. I, it was contact. He said actually, what was I forgot the word he used, but basically. Uh, like a branding, like the the gun's you know the gun's hot there right at the tip, so it's actually put a little branding on there. So that's why the coroner is saying it was within inch, maybe you know two inches max. So yeah. in my mind, this country is like you got to be kidding me. Yes. <laughs> so I would I would push that one, and if more people hear that, I would tend to think that what then what can we believe? I mean, it's just there's so many things, and yeah, well, you're right, independent. 
Remember what George Carlin used to say, I don't believe anything the government says, and that's good advice. (laughs) You're exactly right. Well, I appreciate talking to you. Oh, a shout-out to Marco. He challenged me about a month or two ago. He said, all you longtime listeners, why don't you call in once in a while? So that's what I did. Well, thank you for the call, and I appreciate it, and I appreciate you've been listening for a long time. Thank you for the call, and we're going to go to Pat in Texas. Hello, Pat. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Hi, Michael. Um... I wanted to uh, say something about uh, our victory for uh, Hyder, H-E-I-D-E-R, Garcia, G-A-R-C-I-A, who ran our elections in 2020 in Tarrant County. And uh, obviously he cheated the whole thing and he just resigned June 23rd. Uh, you find it on Conservapedia. I think it's called Patriot Report. Hyder Garcia resigned. Any, okay. Anyway, uh for uh, 59 years, Tarrant uh, County never voted a Democrat until he ran the election. And he was part of, uh, he was part of, uh, he was uh, all, uh, uh, he was hired, uh, he was uh, trained by uh, Smartmatic. Does that tell you anything? And so, oh, yeah. yeah. There, are, there are questions about there, their machines right alongside there, Dominion. Uh, ESNS, you know, there was suspicions about their machines. We got to get rid of the machines. And as for as long as there's been elections, there's been election fraud, and uh, th- that's well, just the reality. Into, there, uh, they're looking now into whether or not he violated, uh, actually vi- violated uh, Texas and Tarrant County law and things that he did. I mean, like he had that same company uh, that that. Uh, that printed the crazy ballots over there in, in, in Arizona, print ballots. And then he got caught uh, wanting to uh, buy a $150,000 uh, laser uh, slicer to uh, cut them down because they didn't fit. Oh, it took him, when he got caught, it took him 56 days. I mean, they took 56 people counting these crazy ballots that, that weren't any good. Uh, and, and so uh, he he just got caught last time, and and uh, I wanted to say that I have a friend who writes Christian books, and this Lorraine Day lady has been put on the air, and she says there's no hell. So I got him. Uh, thank thank goodness I got him he, instead of him being all over the world. And and I said, uh, Dan, what Dan Bertram Griffith Griffey is his name. He wrote uh, World War Three and Prophecy about 20 years ago, and he he said, uh, "I said, what do you think about people who say there's no hell?" He said, "Well, I would tell them to go to YouTube, and I would tell them to put in I was in hell and see what all they get." I said, "Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, you're well, right." Well, you know, uh, Pat, Pat, there is a hell. Just look out your window and uh, look at Washington <laughs> D.C. and you know it's uh it, it, it's down there already, and, and you know we're going to heck in a handbasket. What can I tell you? All right, well, Pat, th- thanks an awful lot for the phone call here. And we're going to skip the last commercial break here and go to Tom in Florida. Hello, Tom. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? I imagine your ears are burning. Yeah, hey, Mike. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that guy uh, likes, likes, likes when I call in. I'm glad he uh, uh, put my name out. Uh, also, I want to uh, realize that, I used to drink three cups of Cuban coffee a day, and I, so I cut it back. The secret is I cut it back down to one, Mike, so I, I could slow down a little bit. You know what I 
yeah, for, for a while there, we thought really you'd been up. partying with Hunter Biden. Well, you know, I wish, I wish, you know, I mean, uh, you know, Hunter, Hunter, Hunter knows a lot of chicks. Let's not kid ourselves. <laughs> Hunter, Hunter got, Hunter got the closet full of chicks, though. So, you know, he'll, he'll, he could set you up, you know. I never want to swap. Well, I'm happy anyway, my God, I, I don't fool around. Yeah, me too, me too, me too, Mike. I, I, of course, I, I, I understand. Uh, but here, uh, Mike, here's what I want to go to. Uh, and, uh, yeah, um, that's good. We got new callers calling in, Mike. That really is. It, it's good to have another uh, voice in, uh, you know, in the, in the queue. You know what I'm saying? But here, Mike, I want to talk about. Uh, I want to talk about the the New York uh, schmuck slime times, Mike. They just yep. reported that they were reporting about the COVID deaths. It was this all over Breitbart Newsmax? They were lying their A's off about how many deaths were happening with COVID. So it was, Mike, there again, another cabalist lie from the yep. New York Slime Times. The schmucks, the schmuckers are lying their tails off in New York in the Times about COVID deaths. This is shameful. But now, Mike, here's the main reason I called you. Well, there's two main reasons. I'll make it real quick. Did you see the video of this Alejandro Maracacus with Ted Cruz and Senator Josh Hawley? Did you see it, Mike? Uh, I don't think so. Fill us in. You've got to watch it, Mike. Everybody in RBN should watch the tape of Josh Hawley and Ted Cruz grilling this guy, Alejandro Maracos, whatever the hell. This guy needs to be... Mike, I'll tell you what. I'm going to throw it out there. This guy needs to be uh, held for treason and executed. Like uh, Casper Weinberger wanted to do to Jeffrey... uh, What was the guy, the, uh, the, the Pollard? Casper Weinberger told Ronald Reagan, "Give me a, a give, let me take this guy in front of the White House." Remember that Mike, the big stink dog, Casper Weinberger. He wanted to take this guy Pollard out, get rid of him because he knew he was the biggest traitor ever was in the United States. That was out of Casper Weinberger. Remember yeah. that Mike? That story. I remember that. Okay, he was a Jew telling another uh, all the Jews that this dude needs to go. That was a Jew, Casper Weinberger, who was saying that to Ronald Reagan at the time that this guy committed the biggest treason against this country in history. That was on Casper Weinberger's mouth, not mine. Now, Mike, I want to go back to my – this guy would not answer one question, Mike. If you watch the tape, I felt like – if I could jump into the TV and grab that guy by his neck, Mike, that's how outraged I was. Hearing this guy lie after lie after lie about all the deaths that have occurred at the border. All the people are dying. Uh, uh, pregnant women are dying. You know, young kids are dying. Young girls are getting raped like mad. Yep. Bringing gang members in here by the thousand. They showed videos, Mike, of Chinese nationals. They had over, what was it, 370 Chinese and different buses, Mike, the, the Ted Cruz brought out. And these, got, these Chinese are all like 17 to 22 years old. No females, all males. No females of these Chinese nationals coming in our border, Mike. What is that telling you? Mike? It does look like they it's an invasion got no women in China? Exactly. Now, you need to watch the video. Everybody should go, when they have time, go on YouTube, punch up Ted Cruz, Josh Hawley, Senator, uh, Maricakis, and watch what happens. But here's the main reason I called. Mike, did you get a chance to see this imbecile, this inbred, James Carville on CNN the other night, talking about if Cornell West gets in the race, what will happen to Biden? Yeah, I've been hearing that from a lot of Democrats. They're very concerned uh, that Cornell West could peel away a lot of Democrat votes. No, well, listen, um, James Carville was bringing up uh, Jill Stein. He was bringing up um, all these other, uh, Ralph Nader. And he was saying, if even if he stays in for six months, from January till June of next year, 
that Biden will lose the election in October. He's got to get out. They're, they're going to buy. They're going to try to buy this Cornell West off right well, away. Well, we're we're hearing all kinds of talk where the DNC is is getting cold on the idea of rerunning Biden. Uh, we're hearing that some of the top Democratic donors are saying, "No, we're not going to waste money on Biden. Find us another candidate." Well, according to James Carville, this guy, this imbecile. This guy's this guy's a whack job. I don't know. He's married to a really conservative woman. I I just don't get how that marriage lasts. It really it's amazing to me. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. It's like this Kellyanne Conway. All these broads are married to all these fruit cakes. It's unbelievable. But Mike, here's what I want to talk about. This guy Carville is basically saying that uh, Cor- uh, Carn- uh, Cornell West holds the 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 aces. He's holding the aces right now. Not okay. mention. If Joe Manchin runs, it would, it would affect the Demon Rat Party. But the Demon Rat Party is actually – Cornell West is going to get whatever he wanted, just like the, the black American uh, – I mean, the black congressman in South Carolina did when he got Biden elected. What was his name? I can't remember his name right off the hand. Anyway, he was a congressman, and uh, he's still in – I guess he's still in the Congress in from South Carolina. But, but, you know, also, Mike, I think Donald Trump may have to pick – He'd probably pick a woman, but if he does, he, ha- he might have to go with Tim Scott. He may have to go with Tim Scott. I, I've been hearing rumblings that Tim Scott might be Trump's choice as running mate. Yes, he's, he's definitely going to get a gap cabinet position. Could be, uh, it could be all kinds. You know, he, he's not VP. He'll be some, something in Trump's cabinet if he, Trump were to win, which I think he will uh, if this guy, uh, Cornell West, stays in the race. But, you know, Mike, Heron Carville talking and, and acting like an imbecile going crazy and you know and he does all these weird gestures and stuff and he's talking about Bill Clinton and Hillary I mean th- this guy is this guy is a fruitcake but Mike look who's running the DNC they're going to okay. have their uh, uh, Tom their, I'm sorry to cut DNC you off but we are at the end of the program right, here the music you. is playing thank you for the call stay tuned for the National Intel Report Michael Herzog is taking the microphone Please spread the word of whatreallyhappened.com. Spread the word of republicbroadcasting.org. Please continue to support us during these very difficult times. We'll be back tomorrow. Aloha, America. American Freedom News is your daily website that will keep you fully informed on what both the good guys and bad guys are doing in the information war in which we are all engaged. Fed up with the lies of the fake news media and the censorship of big tech giants? American Freedom News is the solution as we provide truth and knowledge on all the vital issues of the day. American Freedom News believes in America first. The establishment wants us split into numerous hostile groups rather than uniting in a common cause against the corrupt oligarchy that is plundering America and the world. 
Many more Americans are waking up and realizing they are the victims of the ongoing Great Replacement and Great Reset. But the malevolent forces trying to systematically destroy America can and will be defeated. Be fully informed by reading American Freedom News, the best news and information site on the Internet. Go to AmericanFreedomNews.us and find out for yourself. That's AmericanFreedomNews.us. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. 